to the Beef Watch Podcast. I'm Aaron Berger, a Nebraska Extension Beef Educator. For today's Beef Watch Podcast, we're going to be having a conversation with Dr. Peel at Oklahoma State University around current cattle market conditions and the things that are shaping the market as we look to this fall. Thanks for joining me today, Dr. Peel. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Well, Dr. Peel, there's quite a bit of things shaping the market right now. Drought, uh, broader economic conditions, the current crop situation in terms of what's happening with input prices. Give us some perspective as you look at the things that are taking place. What are the major drivers shaping market conditions right now? You know, I think for beef cattle markets, clearly the uh, the drought situation, weather conditions are are the major driver impacting this market. And, and it's really, you know, what's happening this year, but it's, it's really a carry through from last year and even to some extent from the year before. We've had uh, some drought conditions that really started in, uh, in the last part of 2020. In 2021, we had severe drought generally across much of the western half of the country, heavily centered uh, last year in the northern plains. And then in 2022, uh, that area has actually seen a little bit of relief, but drought conditions are still very widespread in general across the, the, uh, uh, the western half of the country. And really the central and southern plains now uh, have picked up the brunt of it. And so, um, you know, the result of all of that is basically very limited forage supplies and, uh, and accelerated uh, herd uh, liquidation that we're seeing at this point in time. Talk a little more about that accelerated herd liquidation in terms of what you're seeing happen with beef cow numbers. You know, just to put it in perspective, um, you know, the, the beef industry, of course, is historically very cyclical. So if you go back to 2014, which was really coming out of the last major drought situation almost a decade ago now, uh, beef cattle numbers were at a low. We put together a fairly aggressive expansion from 2014 to 2019 on a January 1 basis for the beef cow herd. And then since 2019, we've been getting a little bit smaller. Now, initially that liquidation was, it was cyclical and it was actually not very pronounced, almost more of a plateau, but sort of drifting lower. But again, with these drought conditions that developed starting in 2020, but really in 2021 and 2022, we've seen an acceleration of that herd liquidation. So, uh, you know, we we dropped, uh, uh, we've dropped down uh, significantly in that time period. We're not sure where we're going to end up for 2022 going into 2023, if you will. Uh, I think it's very likely that we will see something very close to or perhaps even a little bit more than a 3% uh, net decrease in the beef cow herd for the year 2022. Let's talk a little bit about demand for calves this fall. Uh, some of the things that are going to drive that as we were getting ready to have this conversation, you mentioned wheat pasture there in Oklahoma and just the dry conditions on the Southern Plains and how that's going to impact at least the feeder market, the calf market in your area. Uh, give some perspective as you think about calf prices this fall. What are things that are going to shape what we're going to see in terms of dollars at the auction barn? Yeah, you bet. You know, again, alluding to the, uh, you know, the herd liquidation story. So cattle numbers have been getting a little bit smaller since 2019. And we've, you know, we're seeing uh, the calf crop getting smaller each year. Feeder supplies uh, show to be tightening. The drought has changed the timing of things. Really, the pandemic changed the timing in 2020, uh, the drought in 2021 and 2022. So we're, you know, we're still working with fairly large feedlot inventories right now. But the bottom line is underneath that, cattle supplies are getting significantly tighter. And so what we see right now at the moment, feeder cattle prices are running uh, 15 to 17 percent above uh, year ago levels. We, we expected 2022 prices to be higher and they have been all year. And we expect that to continue as a general trend uh, 
going into you know 2023 and beyond. Again, we're uh, we're, we're making this herd smaller. In fact, we're making it smaller, I think, than we intended to and probably smaller than we really need to be as an industry. And so the market's going to respond to that uh, with these higher prices. Now, obviously, in the short run, um, you know, drought conditions impacts what we can do. So uh, we've had to market some calves a little bit early this year. Uh, we'll still see a fall run, I think. Uh, typically, that's our largest run and our lowest seasonal prices. I don't know that we'll see the low seasonal prices uh, as much this year. We've actually been moving, at least in the Southern Plains, we've been moving feeder cow prices counter seasonally higher for these lighter weight calves uh, over the last uh, six weeks or eight weeks. Uh, and I think we'll probably see uh, strong prices, perhaps counter seasonally strong prices in the fourth quarter. In fact, in general for the cattle market, uh, I think we may see the highest prices for the year in the fourth quarter of the year. Do you think we may see a similar situation as we think about the cold cow market? You know, typically we see Cold cow prices tend to slide as we move into the fall, but a lot of strength right now in the cold cow market. What's your outlook there? You know, the cold cow market has been absolutely remarkable, really, again, in 2021, but especially in 2022. Um, you know, cow uh, beef cow slaughter is up nearly 14% for the year to date. We've had strong cow slaughter from the beginning of the year. Uh, again, that's a carryover, really, of drought impacts from 2021. All through the summer, we've had large numbers, and we've generally had very strong cold cow prices. Now, they've been quite volatile at times, so they have gone down, but uh, usually they've gone down just briefly and then bounced right back up. Um, you know, we've had a very strong uh, uh, lean beef market uh, behind that that's really the uh, the support for that cold cow market. And so despite the fact that we've put, uh, you know, a lot more cows, we had a 9% year-over-year increase in cold cow slaughter or beef cow slaughter, excuse me, in 2021. We're adding another, at least at this point, another almost 14% this year. Now, I do think going into the fall, uh, kind of to get back to your question, you know, we normally see uh, the biggest run of cull cows. Obviously, we wean calves and, and, and cull cows in the fall, typically, at least for the spring, spring calving herd. And um, now, given that we've done so much cow culling already, we may see cow culling uh, less, um, you know, back off a little bit on a year-over-year -year basis as we go to the end of the year. Not quite sure what to expect because it has stayed so strong uh, so far and the drought conditions are still pretty prevalent. So I'm not sure if we're done trimming the herd yet uh, or not. Um, but the bottom line is, you know, we probably won't see as much seasonal pressure on the cull cows this fall. Uh, and right now we're carrying uh, some awfully strong prices uh, into that fall period. As we think about the broader economy as a whole, we think about beef demand. Where do we start to see uh, some limits in terms of what consumers are willing to spend as we think about fat cattle prices and, you know, what's in the box in terms of what ends up either at a restaurant or in the store shelf? Yeah, you know, the retail, uh, obviously consumers have had lots of challenges and those continue this year. Uh, you know, obviously inflationary pressures generally are challenging. We've had extremely high gas prices and we know on a short run basis that, um, you know, in terms of discretionary spending, uh, uh, gasoline price is one of the biggest factors uh, affecting, uh, you know, beef, which is the most expensive meat. And if you look at it, it, it looks to me like beef demand has been sort of capped is the way I would describe it. Uh, kind of muted. It's still strong, I think. But obviously what consumers want to do and what they can do is a little bit different right now. They're they're under some financial stress. And so, um, you know, we there are some indications that that beef demand has had to to sort of just maintain itself uh, this year. Um, and so uh, as we go forward, and again, that's in the face of uh, actually a slight increase in beef production so far this year. Uh, 
we haven't yet turned the corner on these uh, the broader cattle number thing to turn that into less beef production. That's still ahead of us. It probably starts in the last part of this year uh, in the fourth quarter. And then, you know, certainly for the next couple of years, we expect to see decreased beef production. So so we're going to have this trade-off between what consumers, uh, you know, what consumers are facing in terms of their uh, ability, if you will, to spend on beef and other other products uh, relative to tighter supplies and, and decreasing production that's going to tend to support higher prices. So I think there'll be a bit of a tug of war there. Uh, you know, and the net effect is that beef prices aren't likely to go down very much, but they may not be able to go up very much either. As we think about this fall and you think about the cow-calf, the stalker yearling producer, what are some things that you would be paying attention to if you're sitting in one of those seats thinking about current cattle marketing additions and, and where things may be headed? You know, obviously, I think producers, for the most part, or at least in many places, are on the defensive from a, you know, from a forage standpoint. So they're, they're, you know, clearly right now trying to make sure that they have, uh, you know, if they've had to make herd adjustments or if they, you know, trying to figure out if they need to continue to make some herd adjustments relative to uh, current pasture conditions, what we've got left. We don't have a lot of growing season left at this point. So we kind of know what we've got. Uh, we, may, we, we, we may get a little bit more if we, if we do get some rain, but it won't be a great deal. Hay supplies are generally tight in the U.S. Uh, and obviously very, very expensive. So producers are trying to figure out sort of that game plan to get, uh, you know, really to get to next year's uh, growing season. So we got several months here of challenges. If you've still got calves, uh, you know, to market this fall, again, prices I think are going to be favorable and generally uh, trending higher. So there'll be opportunities there to, uh, to background some calves if you have the feed resources to do that. Um, you know, if you look at the, the feedlot cost of gain is, is quite high. And if you look at the price relationships across feeder cattle from, from lightweight calves or stocker type calves and, and putting weight on those calves to take them to bigger feeder weights, if you have the ability to do that, uh, the value of gain is, is, pretty, uh, is pretty attractive right now. Uh, and I think it'll you know, just be a question of how many people can do that. So I think in general, uh, you know, calf marketing is going to be pretty attractive this fall. Uh, it's just going to depend on what you have the uh, resources to do and uh, and think about the best way to use those uh, those f- feed resources that you have available. Anything else on this topic that you think would be relevant as we point towards wrapping this up? You know, obviously, we, we're generally keeping an eye on the broader macroeconomic conditions. That's going to affect that consumer demand that we talked about. We haven't talked about trade and, and you know, in, in, the, in the current environment, we've got so many sort of domestic issues. Trade is kind of taking care of itself this year. Uh, beef exports set a record in 2021. They're actually up a little bit so far in 2022, and that's part of that uh, underlying strength in demand that uh, continues to support the market. So, but you know, there's also vulnerabilities there. Uh, global uh, economies in a number of places are are weaker. So we're also watching it at that level. But uh, in general, that's a pretty favorable situation at this point in time too. So we've got lots of things that can change, but at this point in time. Um, you know, things look pretty good and the, the supply fundamentals increasingly uh, for the rest of this year and on into the, the coming couple of years, uh, the beef industry supply fundamentals, I think, are going to be the major driver in the market. Thanks again for joining me today. You're very welcome. Anytime. But for more information on the topic that was discussed today, you can find Dr. Peel at Oklahoma State University. He's located there in the Department of Agricultural Economics.